Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Jesse Brooks. Want to give you a woman's view on the automotive industry. If you just started listening, thanks for listening. If you just come back, welcome back. Before we get started, I want to ask everyone to like, subscribe, follow, and review. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you think of the show. Last week, we shared some stories from my friends about what they've gone through, what they've seen in the automotive industry, and I shared one of my earliest what the fuck moments when I first started in the industry. Well, this week, we're going to switch it around a little bit. I'm actually going to go over some things that you can do before you go on a trip. I know some of you are going to be like, okay, well, who the hell doesn't know this? There are some people who don't or you and you tend to forget and you realize that you're not prepared. So I'm going to go through a little bit of those things, share some stories that I have where my friends have called me in regards to some of these issues and just kind of give you a little bit of what you can and what you probably shouldn't do or what you should expect if you go to a shop or a dealership. So I'm actually start by giving you a little bit of what you should do before you go, which is one, always make sure you know how much gas your car takes. And the reason why I say that is because I have a friend who was starting to go on a trip from Texas to, I believe it might have been Maine. And it was him and his sister. And somewhere around Tennessee, the car started not wanting to run the way it was supposed to. So they finally were able to pull over and they're trying to start the car and the car is not starting. The lights are on, but it's not cranking. They're not able to do anything else, but really just run the car on the battery. So, you know, after a few moments, he's trying to turn it on, trying to turn it on. And he calls me. I'm at work, but I kind of felt like it was going to be. Either he was going to tell me a funny story or he really needed help because he usually doesn't call me in the middle of the day. So I answer. I go, you know, what's up? And he goes, okay, so we're in a whole nother state. The car is not starting. Cars just stopped working on us. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to help him. He's in another state. I don't even know if I can get to him. I said, okay, well, explain to me what's going on. Like, when you try to start it, what's going on? Well, I'm not hearing anything. It's not, you know, usually when you don't have gas or anything, you usually can hear it trying to start or whatever, and the car wasn't doing that. I said, okay, well, put it on to just ignition only, no engine, because, of course, you can't turn on the engine. So he does that. I said, okay, so where's your needle for gas? He goes, it's under the E. I said, okay, well, you ain't got no gas. And he goes, what the fuck? I'm, I didn't even hear the, the whatchamacallit. I was like, well, that's because you should just, you know, not worry about whether or not the car is going to tell you if you have no gas, just go get some gas. But they weren't paying attention and they ran out of gas. Now it had been fucked up if they called the tow truck had to spend a hundred and something dollars go to a shop just for them to say, oh, you don't have no gas because we will charge you to have to put the gas in plus a diagnosis fee and whatever else. Plus you have to pay for the tow truck 
all just because you didn't realize you had gas. That could have happened. I mean, I still, I laughed then, I laugh now, but I'm sure I shouldn't have been trying to laugh. Anyway, so number one rule, always make sure you know how much gas your car takes because you could end like him. And if you don't have someone like me who will, who you can just call, you basically are going to be stranded you know, forever, ever. Amen. Cause you know how these tow trucks are too. Check your batteries. I always tell people like for me, I have multiple tools where I can check my battery, my alternator, my starter. If you go to an auto zone, if you go to a Firestone, if you go to really any type of shop, they can actually bring out a battery tester and they can test your battery. Now there's these things called B2Q scanners you can go and buy them i i don't know how much they are i think they're about two three hundred dollars you can probably find them cheaper if you can find them used for like sixty seventy dollars you literally put it on each post each terminal post for your battery and it's a qr reader that will tell you if your battery's bad you once you hook it up and you actually get an initial read for your battery you can turn on the vehicle and then it'll tell you whether or not you have a bad alternator or starter is actually really good and now i know kia and hyundai are starting to use those type of things that's actually how i found out about it so you can use that or you can go to a, a shop and they will hook up i forget it's an interstate battery reader. They have their own and that works wonders. There's also something called a GR8. They will do like a, a deeper diagnostic to see if you have a draw or whatever. Those are pretty good as well. So you have a lot of options to check the battery. I definitely would suggest it because you never know, especially when it's getting to these cold weathers, whether or not you need to change it. And if it's been you know, some time, like three, five years that you haven't done it. Like I need to go get a new battery because I haven't done mine and I've had my car for three or four years and I don't know if it was done before I got it. So, you know, you want to make sure because you never know when, you know, you turn your car off if it's going to turn back on. But if that does happen and you were told that your battery was good because it was showing that it was good and they don't know that it's bad just yet because that will happen. We don't know if it's going to go out right then and there. We don't know. We can't tell you a timeline. That's the reason why they say three to five years. You could go more, you could go less. But just so you know, you have a lot of options and a lot of times they don't charge is for free. But if you don't want to go to the shop or dealership because you don't want to deal with them trying to charge you stuff, buy your own tester and especially that B2Q scanner, it's actually really cheap and it's small. So you don't have anything that's big laying around the house. It's literally like a little square thing with the two clamps that you put on there. And in about 10, 15 minutes, you're ready to go. It's a whole app you can leave on your phone and it saves the history of your battery. So it doesn't matter how long it's been, you can actually look back at it for however long another thing is is I have a thing that it's a jump starter but it's small and compact and I love it this one actually one of my old bosses 
was able to find for me. This one's over at Costco. I believe they said they paid about $25 for it. I've had it for, I think, almost a year and it works wonders. It has its own charger. Of course, it comes with the cables. It also has different ways that you can charge it and charge your phone. It has a USB, USB-C cables. It has a flashlight on it. It holds its charge pretty well. I can say I haven't put this on a charger for past couple of months and it still turns on. It's still at 100%. So really good, really compact. Would definitely suggest it because it will, I believe, jumpstart up to a small truck. Um, if you're doing trying to do diesel, that I don't think it will it will do it but definitely great um i had one before and i literally only used it once or twice and it crapped out so this one will definitely work like i said it's at costco so if you know someone that has a costco card get it um i will post a link for it whenever i post this podcast and we'll probably also post a uh link for the b2q scanner that way y'all can find where those are at another thing that most people say is check your fluids that is a definite yes because other than gas if you've not done your oil change before and or if you haven't done i don't know your brake fluid your transmission your coolant any of that could be leaking And you really want to make sure that it's not leaking before you leave. Now, with that being said, also make sure that you do like wiper blades as well. Especially if you're going somewhere where it's raining or like Texas where you have no fucking idea what the weather is like. Make sure you check your wipers. And one of the best ways, especially I do it as a state inspector, is I push my thumb down on the little rubber part and if it starts coming apart then you need new wipers if it don't come apart or if it's and it's not already coming apart because sometimes it will already be coming apart or if you don't have rubber piece then you definitely need those need some wipers because that means you don't have any wipers because part of the wiper is there's a little rubber piece that's supposed to kind of stick out that's supposed to remove the water but yeah if you don't have any of those issues and your wipers are good great usually we tell people about six months is whenever you're supposed to switch out your wiper blades if they go longer great if they don't please get some new ones because we really don't need anybody getting into accidents because they can't see check your tires so the thing about tires i hear about this penny trick yes that's okay but you also have something that's called wear bars on your tires. So if you go outside to your tires, if you don't have, I call it meat, if you don't have enough meat on there, you will actually see there's this thing in the middle of the tread. And that's what we call wear bar. It's like a little piece of rubber that's in between the tread and essentially what that does is allow us to know whether or not you need new tires or not and it gives you enough meat for you to have enough time to be able to you know get some new tires 
but once you get to that wear bar we start recommending tires and that goes for if you have you know uneven wear if you get to that wear bar it doesn't matter if one side has meat on it if the other side doesn't have meat on it you can you're very close to having a blowout which you know a lot of people see those blowouts and be like oh well they weren't taking care of their tires that's true but that could also be because not just because they they were unbalanced the car was misaligned whatever the case may be or you could have just hit a a sidewalk you could have done whatever there's a lot that could blow out a tire that most people don't know about you know it may not just be your ex stabbing your tires of which if that was the case then you shouldn't have been doing the shit that you were doing when it comes down to the tires in general i know there's some stuff that you can put in there let's say you get a nail in your tire they will give you like some liquid shit to make sure that the hole or the nail isn't seeping out air that won't work if the nail isn't inside of the tire so if there's a full blown hole in your tire that's not going to work so save it two that shit smells disgusting and every technician on the planet can tell you that we absolutely hate that shit and three i would much rather prefer someone get the plugs now if you have a hole in your tire and let's say you can't take out the nail which is perfectly fine you shouldn't have to be able to i would suggest and i believe dodge was actually putting this in their vehicles for the longest i don't know if they do it now they have these things that's called uh, temporary patches and what that does is it's literal uh, it's like some sticky shit and they give it to you to put into the hole and it will literally just seal the hole up but you also have to have like a razor blade to cut off the excessive shit but you stick it into a hole with the little thing that they give you well actually let me back up a little bit they give you this one tool for you go in and you actually make it where the pieces of wire that's in the tire that's supposed to help keep it strong you actually are supposed to file the wire down then after you file it down to where you can essentially feel like it's easy for you to take this filer out you then Put the little sticky shit in between the other tool that you usually have. And it's going to be like a little fork thing, but it's closed at the end. So you put it through there. It's kind of like putting a needle through, I mean, putting thread through a needle. Except this isn't thread. This is some whatever type of sticky rubber or glue. You put it through. You put it into the hole that you just filed down. And then... You twist and pull and the stuff should stay in there. Then you take a, a little, I don't know, whatever knife you have on you and then you cut off the uh, excessive shit and it should stay in there. You can get this at Harbor Freight, at Northern Tool. Sorry, I just hit my clipboard. You can get a lot of this at like small places. I think even AutoZone and Walmart has it. So 
it's like a $10 little thingy majigger you can keep in there. Then also the other thing to have with you on top of that is a on-the-go tire pressure machine where it will actually give you air. You just hook it up to whatever, I called it a cigarette lighter, but I know it's not a cigarette lighter insert anymore because I don't think you can use it for your cigarettes now you probably can I don't really give a shit but basically you stick it in there and it will actually give it power to basically put air in the tire now don't confuse that with a little tool that you can get that's like 99 cents or even free depending on where you get it that will allow you to check how much tire pressure you have in there those are good to have as well but that will not put air in your tires. I've actually met a couple of customers who came up and said, yeah, I use this tool to try to put air in my tire and it was just letting the air out. That's because that's what it's supposed to do. If you put too much air into your tire, it's supposed to help relieve some of the pressure because there is a such thing as putting too much air to the point where you can blow up your own tire. There's multiple videos of people doing that. And we usually put a whole bunch of air into tires so that way we can seat your tire, which is a whole nother process. And is usually for technicians who are trying to install tires onto the rims. But do not do that at home. You will essentially hurt your ears and possibly your hand and whatever else because it will hurt I have almost done something like that it wasn't to a tire it was actually to a plastic piece I ended up hurting my eardrum my hands start to swell up it's bad I can only imagine if it happens to a tire so don't do it also if you are going out of town also make sure you do rotates and balances if you're you know just in case and the reason why I say that is because one they're really cheap depending on where you go you can i believe go to firestone and they're like twenty dollars each you can go to a dealership they're twenty dollars each you can go to like i don't know some places i'm sure it's like five or ten dollars so there are multiple places that you can go to do rotating balances i know if you do get tires at firestone and at ntb or whatever you get your tires at and they're not at a dealership you get rotations for a lifetime. It sucks for the technicians, but it's great for the customers. Woo. So now we've talked about fluids. We've talked about batteries. We've talked about tires now. So I would definitely make sure you get the car checked out. Make sure that everything is able to do what it's supposed to do. But I will also have those extra pieces, you know, put in place so that way you can Make sure that you, your family, or your friends can stay safe. So, and don't end up like my friend who was stranded for about 30 minutes and had to walk to a gas station. Also, if you're in the middle of nowhere, do not walk to a gas station. I also suggest, let's say you do run out of gas, always have an empty gas canister in your car. I say empty because if it knocks over, you will be smelling gas. I have accidentally done this. I thought there was something wrong with my car. It turned out that the gas can was actually sideways, so therefore it was leaking out the fumes. 
And that's also how some people, um, you know, set their cars afire. Accidents can happen. And I don't think anybody would want that accident to happen. You nor whoever's in the car. I have touched the bases on the basic stuff you should do and the things that you should check, some of the things that you should do periodically. Also, what I didn't know is is when you're from another country or if your car is from another country, that because everybody else uses kilometers and we use miles per hour, that you essentially which I actually got told this in class by a student. She told me the story about how she failed her driving test because the instructor said that she didn't have a sticker that showed that she was in kilometers versus miles per hour, so he failed her for it because it's against the law in the state of Texas, of which I had no fucking idea. But apparently, to those of y'all who are in Texas, make sure that you have a sticker that says that you're in kilometers versus miles per hour. What the actual shit. Anyway, so that's a little tip for y'all that I didn't know. And to those of y'all who are driving in kilometers, if you come to the United States, they will uh, fail you and they will probably give you a ticket if they realize that you're in kilometers versus miles per hour. I don't know why, but hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. I hope to hear some of y'all's reviews, hear some of y'all's comments. I guess not hear them, but read them. Like I said, hope y'all like, subscribe, and follow. And I hope y'all have a good rest of y'all's week. I hope y'all have a good rest of y'all's weekend. And I will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.